And now forever, Mike is going to be finding the worst pictures of this dude. Yeah, he looks like a yeah. gnome yeah. in that like, one. Yeah, I, I'm not ignoring you guys. I'm. I'm he oh, looks no, like a really, gnome in this one. I'm looking. No, if, if you look up the, like the video skits he does, he plays like this just super awkward like anime dude like in his skits that he does, and it's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah. That's that's like his face he makes at the end of a lot of his like sentences and stuff. You're like, yeah. So we're talking about this, and I don't know. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? We, uh, this is a totally different day. A totally different day. No way. Different hour. Is this a day where we've done three interviews and hung out with so many people and eaten some things? No way is it the same day. Well, <laughs> I beg to differ. Behind the curtain, folks. Peeking behind the curtain is you. That's what's happening right now. Yes. That's what's happening. I'm letting yes. it happen. I'm peeling back the veil. That's the that being veil. said, welcome to Bacon's My Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I thank am you Mike. He is Jim. And we are going to talk to a band from Texas. Yeah. The Houston area named Whether I... Cool conversation with them. Uh, some songwriting stuff, some uh, some recording studio type stuff. Yeah, they really, stuff. they really tend to open up though when we got into like the video games and the uh, yeah. and the comics and stuff. Yeah, so. stick around to the end. So that's fun. That's too. that's like a lot of fun. More of the fun nooks and crannies stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, o- overall, like really cool insight into. Um, what I like about them is uh, we're we're so used to talking to the bands that are like we're a band we're like four dudes that get into a room and we write music together and this and that and they're they're very much uh, they're a studio band they're a studio yeah. band first and they're like if hey, we play shows we play shows and that's cool that's a an option that. Uh, I mean, man, that, that appeals me, to me a lot. Well, it's uh, cool. There's a lot of similarities to what we kind of, what this came from. Right. From this podcast came from. Yeah. From the Bacon is My Passion stuff. So there was two, some parallels there. Two guys, cool. two guys writing uh, and, you know, writing together and saying, hey, like uh, I wrote some stuff for him. He wrote some stuff for us. And, and uh, yeah, it's a really cool interview with, Two singers from a, a cool band. Yeah, definitely a cool band. A lot of cool styles in their, like, their genre, but they mix a lot of things, and they're fans of a lot of things. So, yeah. first of all, go check them out on uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever you listen on. Check them out, Weather Eye. Um, and uh, definitely check out the interview, which is coming right now. Uh, but quickly, a special thanks to... Bill's Wild Soda, drinkwildbills.com. You can go there, uh, put in the promo code BACON for 10% off of delicious 
sodas, which delicious we'll sodas. highlighting on here. Not the sodas that we did on the Patreon for tasting. Those are a whole different thing. So don't think they're the same thing. Go on there if you want to see us almost vomit. Go to Wild Bills if you want to taste something delicious. Yes. And get 10% off with the promo code bacon. Yes. Yeah. Also, else? go to sportslegacysups.com. Get yourself, uh, get your brain a little sharper. Get your, your sleep a little bit better. Uh, get your workout a little bit harder. Um, use promo code BACONPOD, and you can save 10% off. 10% off? And finally, um, last but totally not least, our friends over at Poddex. Uh, yes. They were the first Travis company. Travis is the man. First company to uh, give so, give us some bacon love. Yes. And so we will uh, continuously push them. We use them at every show. You guys know. You guys love it. You love the, the Poddex question. So uh, go there. Grab yourself a deck. Grab yourself a T-shirt. Uh, just support them. And by supporting them, you can use the promo code Bacon, get 10% off, and it also supports us. So we thank you very much for that. And for all of you on our Patreon who support us there, thank you guys so very, 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 very much. A special shout-out to all of you. If you're interested in our Patreon where we have ad-free episodes, tasting episodes, cooking episodes, all that extra content. Extended episodes. Extended episodes, yeah. Jump on patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Thank you guys so much. And the interview with Weather Eye starts right about wait wait wait. Mm -hmm. wait uh, now all right Jim Z you think grilling season is over mm, almost right or no no grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours ooh what is it grillyourassoff.com I love the name already yeah uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon. You get 10% off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. This is Sam and Kristen. From Conquer Divide, and you're consuming Bacon Is My Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Today, we have two two guests, two guests from one band. I love when we have two guests. I like when we have two guests. It's nice because, so we have a lot of like singular band members. Mm -hmm. So we have to collect them all. Yeah, but this true. is two in one shot. It's it's convenient. Yeah, it's, 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 well, it's almost the full set. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Josh and Caleb from Weather Eye. What's going on, guys? What's up, oh, man? Just hanging out, having a good time. Yeah, cool. Your, your enthusiasm is killing me right now. Sorry, bro, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm like an hour. <laughs> I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was going to say, Caleb, uh, you're a trooper for coming in. He works nights, folks, and he's coming in anyway. His sleep schedule is crazy. I bartend, so I definitely know uh, some of what you what you go through. Oh, yeah, my, my, like or so. my schedule is a total dick also, so <laughs> it's how it goes. How you, how you guys feeling today? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I'm not feeling too Very bad. Very cool. So you guys are you're, you're calling from uh, – you're in here from Texas, right? Correct. Yeah. Whereabouts? I am from uh, like Dickinson, League City, South Houston, basically. Like people who aren't from here just say Houston. That's right. where I'm from. Yeah. All right. I'm about an hour south of Houston. Uh, it's a town called Lake Jackson, but I usually just tell people Houston too because it's it's like a well-known town. Yeah. Well, <laughs> being in bands, like we we always tell people, yeah, just from New York, and people just assume the city, right? Because oh, yeah. if you say Long Island, New York, they're like. What? What is that? What yeah. is that? Yeah, or or exactly. the people that people that do know, they're like, oh, Long Island, right. New they're York. Like, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. get it. I get like the proximity thing. It's definitely important to. Uh, I do say Amityville a lot though, because I'm I'm in Amityville. My band rehearses in Amityville, so oh, yeah. people know that one. So yeah, like, oh, go. Amityville. They're like, oh, the horror house. Okay, oh, is it spooky? Cool. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. no, people no, just ask me. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm from NASA. I live at the space station, and that's just. Right. I'm, <laughs> I live there. They call me and they say, NASA, we have a problem. <laughs> so what, what people uh, may not know about you guys. So, so you guys had uh, some really successful songs uh, back in, uh, you know, like 2014, 2014 or yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had a song with Johnny Craig, uh, mm -hmm. formerly from Slaves and Amorosa, all that stuff. Um, and then you guys broke up. Mm -hmm. And now you got the two of you decided mm -hmm. to get back together in this year, right? Yeah. Well, it's been last year, I guess. At the okay, kind of like October ish is when we went back into the studio. I think of last year. Um, and I mean, we've kept in contact over the years and hung out and stuff like that. We just hadn't really actively put anything out um, yet. I mean, Caleb's done some stuff uh, with a couple other projects, and I did some solo stuff here and there. Just mostly to keep myself busy and keep the itch at bay. But uh, this is the first time we're getting back together as of like October of last year. And then we've gone back a few times since then to kind of like iron the, the tracks out and get everything going. Now, was it like, um, did you guys, did it, was it a plan? Was it like you talked about it and you're like, hey, let's go and start doing Weather Eye stuff again? Or was it like <laughs> you guys wrote some stuff together or hung out and it was like, hey, this is a cool thing. This is a cool thing. And it just kind of worked its way in. I'll be honest. We talked about it for the last couple of years. Like it's been like I'll, I'll hit him, I'll hit Caleb up, and I'll be like, "Yo, we should, uh, we should do some weather eye shit." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm down." And then we just don't talk for like a couple months, and then yeah, uh, we we did that off and on for a while, like most like adult friendships are. Right, and then yeah. finally, I was just like, I hit him up one day. I was like, "Hey, yo, I booked studio time. Show up, or else you're fucked." And that was pretty much it. And uh, 
And then from there, we kind of like talked about everything and agreed to do a couple more tracks. And then uh, we actually blended in some tracks from another project he was already working on um, that just kind of made sense because it was all with the same producer and stuff. And okay. um, Robbie is the the same guy who produced our old albums and stuff and co-wrote with us. And um, so it kind of keeps that familiar tone and uh, the same like workflow when we're writing. It's It's familiar because it's the same kind of setup that we had last time when we were still, you know, like active and stuff. Cause even whenever we had a full band, there were maybe like three or four of us actually contributing to the writing process. Right. Yeah. So, so how, you know, what people may not realize is that the, um, the process now you're, you guys are the band, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And as opposed to like five or six guys getting into a room and writing and whatever, uh, that's something that, I mean, I, I kind of got him into that mm -hmm. recently where it was just like, we were writing and he's like, all right, cool. So what are we going to do with this? I was like, I don't know. Let's just record it. Let's just do it. And, yeah. um, it, it, it's, it's awesome in a lot of ways. I, I really like bouncing ideas off of other people, but I also like that like contained factor where you're just like, okay, I don't have somebody's like, I got to get my shit in. So yeah, no, exactly. No, yeah. it's it's more people for the song and stuff. Is that is that how you find this second coming of Weather Eye? That's generally how it's always been between Josh and I. Like one of us comes to the other one with an idea, and we usually just have a really good, easy time bouncing more lyrics off of each other, more melodies. You know, it's just sometimes we write each other's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it ends up working that way a lot. And even yeah. back, like I said, when we did uh, the first EP and the album. Um, it was really just me, Caleb, and our guitarist, Jordan, sitting in the room with Robbie. And just the four of us together just kind of said, okay, you know, y'all work on the instruments, and we threw in ideas here and there. And then after we kind of got everything put together and the instrumentation was pretty much done, we went back in and we just sat down and bounced melodies and lyrics and stuff off of each other until it came out. Um, and, you know, anybody was welcome to come sit in the room. Like, we had other performing musicians with us at the time and everything. Um, and, you know, if they wanted to contribute, they definitely could. But it was nice to have kind of that consolidation of ideas to where you didn't have too many too many people to bounce off of. Because sometimes right. you end up just coming out with something better whenever, you know, you, you do want an alternate opinion so that you don't just, like, pigeonhole into something that's not great. Right. Like, you want someone to be able to tell you, hey, that's kind of whatever. Um, or maybe, like, let's not do that. Because I had some ideas back in the day. I was listening to a lot of Attila, and they were like, yeah, no, you don't need to sound like Franz on this album. I was like, okay, fine. Like, and, you know, that's, right, right. if it had been up to me, I would have been, like, rap screaming and stuff, too. So it, it's good to have kind of that alternate opinion to tell you what not to do, but not so many opinions that you end up with a jumbled mess of just, like, experimental yeah. garbage, I guess. Well, it's cool that you're able to do it with with, like you said, a consolidated crew, because your music does have a lot of different... Um, there's a lot of different vibes going on in there. Mm -hmm. There's definitely like I heard some hip hop influence. I heard pop influence. I heard, you know, metal influence. There's some um, there's definitely some like punk in there. There's like there's a lot of things that are happening and you guys kind of throw them in each song and weave them in and out, which is pretty cool when it's when it's a smaller group of people doing the writing. Yeah. Who's are you guys like? both into all those things or is someone bringing more of one style in than the other and how do you balance that out 
I think now we're both into basically everything. Good music mm -hmm. is good music. Doesn't matter what yeah. genre it is. Doesn't matter anything like that. But yeah. Back in the day we might have all had like I was a little more pop. Josh was a little more metal. You know, like mm -hmm. <laughs> and, a little uh, bit. Our, of producer, our producer uh, kind of puts us on new music all the time. Like even as like just friends and stuff. Like he's like, hey, this new album though, and we start listening to new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be honest, when we were hitting studio um, and we started with like moving on and stuff, um, we, we were listening to a lot of like, you know, the metal stuff that we normally do. But then we were hitting a lot of like Roddy Rich and a lot of uh, <laughs> St. John. Like I, I was like I was jamming the St. John album like constantly whenever we were sitting in there. So I'm like pulling some ideas for melodies from that stuff and a little bit of the ideas from the hip hop side as well as listening to stuff like Wage War and, um, you know, like a, I love bands like Polyphia and um, Architects, obviously, and things like that. So just pulling from all these different influences to kind of create something that sits in the middle. And when you have so many artists now coming out, like the MGKs that love them or hate them, they're, they're blending genres and they're bringing yeah. back around things that are kind of left the spotlight for the major people. And, um, you know, now you have all your rap artists that are kind of pulling in those pop punk vibes and things like that. And it's really opening people's eyes to different types of music, whereas normally they'd be like, no, I just need to listen to the trap music. Like, right. you know, I don't want to yeah. listen to that emo stuff. And now everybody is listening to all time low again because of TikTok and MGK. Yeah, which is awesome, because like you said, you know, like I, I have the same idea of like if it's good music it's good music i like anything that makes noise i can find something i like in pretty much anything that makes noise you know what yeah. i mean um and people do tend to like fall into those habits of like only listening to their one thing and and not really kind of veering too far out of it and it's cool when something that they like already or somebody that they like already that has elements of the music that they're super into brings in all these other elements and they start to like oh i moved different to this yeah i kind of yeah. like it yeah <laughs> so i'm yeah. into this this is nice i mean the, the first draft of the vocals for moving on were basically a country song and robbie was just like <laughs> okay. all right you boys need to go back to the drawing board because you guys just sound too country in this and it's supposed to be like a rock metal song yeah, it was like it was just how it turned out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It was just between the lyrics and the the grooves and stuff like that, it got you that kind of like it's got a bounce to it. Yeah, it's got a bounce to it. You know, I could see, I could see it falling yeah. there. So, Texas boys, you got you got to yeah. have a little bit of that. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. So we went back to the drawing board and came out with something new. Yeah, I I I really like the new stuff. Uh, you got a new single coming out soon. Uh, which I'm pretty stoked for. Will it be out by the time? By the time this comes out, air? yes. It so will you have be a new out. single out now. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> behind the curtain. Um, and that single is great. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's doing really well, too. It's amazing yeah. how well it's doing. Everybody better uh, check it out Spotify. now so you don't miss out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, you had Moving On come out. You have a new single coming out. How many songs you got in the works? You're going to work toward a record or. I mean, everybody seems to be falling into that. Let's just release singles kind of thing. What are you guys? What are you guys uh, working toward? We've got five songs that we've got like completed. We're just waiting on like a couple masters. Mm -hmm. So I think we're just going to release a few singles as like an EP. And if it comes to more, it comes to more. But yeah, our plan I right now is pretty basic <laughs> yeah i think kind of our goal starting out is we went in we recorded the first song like i said back in october so it's been a good while 
Um, and then uh, we kind of talked about it and we didn't want to just release one song and then leave everybody hanging. So we decided to wait and uh, go back into the studio again, record a couple more songs. And then we took the other songs that had already been almost completed and just kind of added a little bit uh, more work to them and ended up, like you said, with those five songs total, including moving on. Um, so as of right now, our plan is just to kind of keep releasing them as singles as we get the masters back and stuff like that and are ready to put them out. And then um, just depending on how people react and everything like that, if we're able to, we'll get back in and uh, do some more recording, hopefully before we finish releasing everything. Um, and that way we can just kind of keep music coming out. And I, I'd love to do an album, but I think right now, just with the way that people are consuming things, um, singles are just kind of the way to go because you end up um by the time someone's starting to forget about you you put out something new for them to consume and um it just kind of keeps them interesting and it also keeps you from really like putting fillers on your album because i know yeah. you always end up with like five or six good songs then you're like shit i gotta hit like nine or ten so you then you just start <laughs> like writing whatever you can and um you know you're just not happy with it at the end of the day so i'd rather put you know all of my work into really really great singles and be able to put those out to where like they're fantastic and people love them and i think we also are hitting a lot of bases with what we've recorded so far too because we um a lot of genres. Yeah, I would say none of these singles sound like the other singles. They're all very different. And um, some people may not like that. Some people may like it. But I think it crosses between, you know, like we, we hit some kind of medium rock notes like we did with Moving On. It's got a little bit of that metal feel, but it's more on kind of the rock side. And I'm singing in that one instead of really screaming and stuff. Um, and then we go into some more classic metalcore stuff. We do some... Um, kind of like post-hardcore under oathy type stuff. And then we jump back into some almost straight pop stuff and some rock ballad yeah. stuff. So it's like, you know, we hit the whole round with all the stuff that we listen to and kind of bring it all out in these different singles too. Well, I, I love I love that approach. He he actually started doing that uh, couple, just before the pandemic hit. And yeah, timing was perfect. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he went into the studio and... and and I, I guess you guys are kind of doing the same approach here where it's like, let's just approach this song as a record and yeah. what, let's just do what needs to be done for this song. And let's decide the, the route it's going to go and not mm -hmm. have to shove, you know, what is it? Five, yeah. six, seven, ten songs, you know, whatever it is. You get, you get those songs that um, maybe it's like you said you you've got singles coming out that are very different from each other and if you were trying to put them all on the same record you might not be able you might have to figure out a way to make them fit a little better and mm -hmm. you might have to leave some ideas out or or blend some ideas over or if you're looking at things like a collective whereas doing it as singles at least i found that that i was able to kind of go well this kind of has this feel so let me lean all the way into it and really kind of like throw everything at it that way and and see what that does um and then also gave me an opportunity and, and you let me know if it's doing the same for you, where when I'm deciding when to release certain ones, I'm kind of like, okay, what time of year is this going to be coming out? And what, what do I feel like? Which song, like what's a dead of winter song. And then what's, what's the summer song. And yeah. <laughs> you know, like that kind of feel too, where, where you kind of get to be, be somewhat topical. Yeah. As, well you know well and that's yeah. listening to all of it moving on to me it sounds like something you jam on a road trip like that's that's the yeah. vibe i get whenever Absolutely. i listen to the song so that was like that had to be our summer you know song that we put out 
Um, and then as we're getting into kind of fall and stuff like that, the next single that we're releasing or will be released by the time this is out is uh, Goodbye, which is a very um, emotional and personal song, definitely. And so it's a little on the heavier side and it's got more of kind of the classic weather I feel. Um, but it's one that hits a lot more, you know, right at home with me. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think both of us in the way that we put our vocals out there and the way that we put it all in, um, it's a song that you can really feel, which I think is appropriate kind of going into that um, fall time and, fall, you know, yeah. and everything that's going there too. So I, I can kind of see what you're saying there too. It, it all kind of blends together with the time of year, as well as just kind of the general emotions that you're feeling as well as like, you know, I want to keep, the variety up to because you know maybe some i we got a lot of positive feedback on moving on and then we had a lot of people that were like we like this but we want some heavy again so you know we didn't want to put out like a, a summer anthem and then put out like a pop <laughs> song right after that you know, like you want to get right. the bands what they like too so we got to sure. give them a little bit of that uh a little bit of the heavy and a little bit of the just kind of raw emotional stuff with that and then um you know see where we go from there it's cool. You can gauge it that way too. Like you can yeah. get feedback and you can immediately respond to it and go, okay, let's pivot and let's put this out and let's put that out. Like, I, I think it's just, it makes a lot of sense, you know? And, um, and like you said before too, it's, it's you, and we've had this conversation a lot about like you put out a record and like you spend a year recording a record and, and, and then you put it out and then you spend a year writing the next record, but that record, in a month is old yeah exactly you know and and you're trying to figure out how to keep it relevant for a year instead of in this being able to release singles and being like everything's relevant because everything's like you can change things up as you go you can you can pivot you can make different decisions you can change the look of whatever promotional stuff you're doing for it you can listen Mm -hmm. to fans you can do all that kind of stuff which i think it makes it a little bit more artistic and and fun too Absolutely. And with the idea of, you know, like because of the pandemic, obviously, um, we nobody was touring for all of that time, too. And album cycles were non-existent because the whole idea is you put out your album, you tour on it for six or eight months while you come up with ideas for the next album and you promote the crap out of the first album. And then, uh, you know, by the time you're through a couple of months of that, you're already tired of that album because the new stuff you've written so much more excited about and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's without the whole full album cycle idea in motion, it honestly doesn't really make sense to do albums. And that's why you get, um, you know, artists like Halsey and uh, Kanye and stuff doing more of the visual movie album approach, or even MGK did it as well. And they were able to create something like that to kind of still add the performance element to their stuff. And just not everybody has the capability to do something on that scale. Uh, yeah. Tri- yeah, Trippy Red's new album actually they have a deluxe a deluxe mm-hmm. version of it where they did the entire uh, each music video is an animated music video as well as oh, they have sweet. the live oh. music video yeah. and it's like anything from like animated cartoon references like Dragon Ball Z like they're fighting Frieza and stuff like that like it's a very cool cool watch and it's fun to listen to too yeah and I, awesome. I'll be honest, like whenever I first heard like MGK's new stuff, I really didn't like it. And then I watched the uh, his like downfalls high video that he put out, it was right, like yeah, an yeah. hour long. 
and watching that and putting it all together and just kind of the way that it was all there, it made me like the stuff. And I think it was just kind of the experience that he put behind it. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people look for that the same way that, you know, like Beyonce did Lemonade and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, those those album experiences get a lot of people in there. But if you're not able to do that full, like, multi-million dollar album experience, um, you know, a new album comes out and you're like, okay, this is kind of cool. Here's three songs I like off of it. And then you move right. on with your day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, and exactly. Then, and then song seven, which is a great song. Gets overlooked. Gets yeah. overlooked. Yeah. It, <laughs> it never gets a chance to shine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fucking song seven. Always yeah. song seven. It's, it's song seven is pretty good usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Bring Me the Horizon. They released all of their album as singles except for like three and then released the album like Right, yeah. a year and a half later, and it did great. And that way, you got to enjoy each single individually because it was spaced out. And so, I know every song on that album. So, right, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you know, like, and I, it wouldn't have been that way if they had just released the album. I would have known like four songs, and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, music is just very different nowadays. The way it's consumed, the way people have an att- attention span for it. It's, you know, like you said, it's not really the immersive experience. Than right. it used to be. Yeah. So. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. On your fitness journey, extraordinary results require extraordinary action. Your training and quality of nutrition is definitely key, but adding a well-developed nutritional supplement protocol will push your results to the next level. And that's where Legacy Sports Nutrition comes in. Legacy Sports Nutrition believes that everything you want to achieve in life can be aided by optimizing human performance. All of their formulas have been professionally developed for both men and women and are made to the highest quality standards. Legacy Sports Nutrition is a brand founded and operated by athletes who have been performing at world-class levels for decades. When I say athletes who perform at world-class levels, I truly mean it. This is NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis' company, so you know these items are absolutely championship quality. Go to LegacySupps.com and use the promo code BACONPOD and you'll receive 10% off your order. Once again, that's LegacySupps.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 10% off your order. Set your goals, push your limits, and leave your legacy. No pressure. <laughs> and three. Ready, go! <laughs> I don't know. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, seven. Wait, you're supposed to start when? Yeah, point. no, it's it's on the. I don't say. I don't say. It's one. on. He doesn't say one. So ready? That's what they do in the race. Two, one. Hey, I'm Dave Caggiano. I'm a record producer, singer, songwriter, engineer, all that fun stuff. Betamax Studios. I produced both these guys in the past. If you want to kind of find me, great. Um, oh, let's do this again. I'm so fucked up. <laughs> Try one more time. I, I got all off track. Hey, hey, okay. Dick, this one's about us. I know it's about you guys. <laughs> Three, Wait, the, what's the bake? What's the tag? You've been consuming bacon. bacon. You've been consuming bacon. You've been consuming bacon. Is my podcast. Three, two. Hey, man, I'm Dave Caggiano, record producer, songwriter, mix engineer. I'm looking at, wait one more time. Wait, you know what? <laughs> it, it did. It did that like focus thing. I did I that love focus it. thing. 
I just didn't focus it. Okay. <laughs> I can't even deal. Holy shit. All right. All right. All right. So so make another case. One more time. Make make sure you're a little more a little more feeling like you like you yeah. actually listen. Yeah, man. Like take four. Like you're wait. You're bacon really... is my podcast. Yeah, and you're consuming. you've been consuming. You've been consuming. Bacon is my podcast. <laughs> now I'm all fucked up. We're only gonna take four takes of this, man. That's how we know we're gonna get it. No. Right. <laughs> when are we ready? We ready? Are you are you ready? We good. We good. Everything's good. You ready? Are you we good? Jimmy, you ready? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, good. Yeah. Hey, I'm Dave Caggiano, record producer, songwriter, mix engineer, also of Bean Pies, Bagels, and Cannolis. You've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast with these two guys, Jimmy Garabak and Mike Wayman. He's so good. Did it. One take. <laughs> One take, Jake. <laughs> That's a good one. That's perfect. That's perfect. Right? Perfect. Oh, I can't wait to edit. So question, now, now that you guys are a studio band and – Bands are kind of getting lifted and may not be lifted anymore. You guys thinking about you got the live itch at all, or are you gonna? You know, we've talked about it a little bit here and there. I think if the right group came together to be able to maybe play something local, I'd, I'd look at doing it. And I wouldn't mind having a band to do videos with too. Like it'd be nice to be able to put on a full performance and everything because, um, you know, I'd love to get that full like music video feel out again. Um, most of the old members of the bands are not interested in coming back because they're just busy with their lives and stuff like that. And I, you know, one of our guitarists that used to tour with us all the time is still a good friend of mine. And uh, he just had a baby a little while back and he's just nestled into doing what he's doing now. So I don't blame him at all. And yeah. I'm getting to the point now where I've got more free time to where I could look at maybe doing live shows and stuff again. But I'm also to the point where I'm old enough that I don't want to ride around the country in a crappy van and uh, <laughs> be miserable and sweaty either. So I think right. if like the right opportunity came along, I'd be into it. But uh, I'm not like jumping at trying to do it right now. It's it's more just I really felt like there were a lot there was a lot more we could give to the people who used to listen to us um, that you know we we didn't get to for various reasons and. Uh, that was kind of why I wanted to come back and do it and just see how people reacted and stuff like that. And if it continues to kind of um, go on the same trajectory, if, if people really call for it, um, you know, I'm open to the idea in the future for sure. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I think the, the pandemic kind of opened that, uh, that door for a lot of people. And, you know, it, like he always says, he's like, you got to grow gills. You got to adapt. You got to, yeah. got to figure it out. So, because of that, I, I feel like bands like your, yourself and, you know, some some of my stuff that I, I've been doing, it's kind of like, all right, well, you know what? It, you may be missing this person or that person, but, like, just adapt. Figure it out. I mean, you can't play live shows anyway. So, yeah, man. What, what's the difference? Just make the music. Make Swatter the music, World. put it out. It's Waterworld. Grow Gills. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Got to adapt and overcome. And I mean, even even toward our last couple of uh, touring cycles before we split up, we had lost our main guitarist. Um, so we had to actually backtrack a lot of lead guitar just to mm -hmm. tour because we didn't have anybody to play it. And it was either that or cancel the tour. So we uh, we just kind of backtracked it. Nobody really complained because we were still just putting on as much energy as we could and, right. you know, putting on a good show and stuff like that. And 
I've seen bands perform with a drummer and a singer, and then everything's backtracked, and it, it was a little yeah, goofy yeah. looking, but too, like, yeah. but you do it, and as long as you're out there, you're energetic, and you're performing, and you really put your heart into it, people are gonna react well to it. I think that's really what they're there to see is you put on a good show and just put all your all in. If you're having fun, then they're more likely to have fun too. Absolutely, sure. yeah. So nothing, nothing is as intoxicating as other people's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. like ah, oh, I want to have. So what are you guys doing in the studio in terms of, uh, you know, who, who's playing what? Are you guys playing yourselves? Is, is your producer playing? What, what are you doing with the instruments? So as of right now, with, um, with everything we've done, we actually, um, our producer, Robbie, and then uh, our co-producer, um, Richie, who's actually the drummer for Fire from the Gods, um, mm -hmm. he he did a lot of the guitar work and putting it together and everything, um, and basically constructed our instrumentals um, with Moving On and a couple of the other songs. We sat in the studio and just kind of riffed it out together and figured it out. Um, and then we actually are working with the drummer, Scott, who uh, has kind of come in and he puts his inputs on really filling out the drums and stuff. Yeah. Um, and we'll throw little ideas and stuff in there. A lot of it is we talk about um, structure and stuff and the general chord progressions and stuff we want to do and keys that we want to be in and stuff and then put the instrumental together. And because they're just familiar <laughs> with doing it. Um, Richie and Robbie actually usually do most of the actual recording on the instruments just because it makes sense they're you know studio musicians so right yeah um, they put that together and then when we go in to do like the vocals and stuff like that we just kind of like I said hash it out with each other and write all the melodies and everything and uh, go in and record it and then um, if there's anything we're missing at the end of the day we went back in for another session and you know kind of added in new harmonies and background vocals and that type of thing so it's it's been kind of a group effort between it um, but we definitely did do some co-writing with uh, them and let them kind of handle the actual recording of the instruments because I do play guitar and bass and uh, a little bit of drums as well but it just makes sense for someone who's actively doing it for their profession to actually do the recording so that I don't have to sit there and warm up and be like oh sorry i missed that again right right <laughs> and going back to uh take five what's got, what josh was saying earlier uh a couple of the songs that like i had worked in from the other project that was me and scott as well like uh, mm -hmm. those are like some of our other songs that we were kind of messing around with for maybe something else but it just sounded right for the direction we were going in got the okay from josh mixed it in mixed in his goodies with our goodies mm -hmm. It came out with some pretty, uh, some pretty awesome bops. Yeah, crossing cross the streams, man. That's a good, that's a good word. <laughs> so, do you guys, um, like, I know, I know, for me, there's certain things that I like doing in the studio, and there's certain like days that I look forward to, and days that I'm just kind of like, Ugh. what's, what's like your favorite? For me, it's like. Um, I play guitar and I sing, so I love, I, I love like the overdub day, and I love like backup vocals day. Um, those are the fun ones for me because like lead vocals i'm always in my head about it or i'm really trying to like capture something and you know i'm putting myself through hell to like get the right thing out so it's like you know then it's like oh i'm gonna go put you know i'm gonna go put abba harmonies all over the end of this and <laughs> so for me it's like those days what what do you guys like look forward to in the studios the whole process or are there specifics uh, I love working with our producer. Robbie is such a fun guy, and he always makes sure to bring out the best in everybody he's working with. Like, I've, I've worked with producers. I've worked with some really good producers, and like, some people just go about it in a way that where they're like, 
they expect nothing but the best, and if it's not the best, then they shit all over you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like hype man. Like, there's even times on some of the newer tracks, like, like even on like side projects I have, where like he'll be like, "Let's go!" Like whenever uh, <laughs> we do a good take, and he keeps, yeah. "Let's go!" in the song. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> he's, nice. like it's, he's like, "It's perfect. It's perfect. It fits there, bros." That's great. Yeah. No, it's it's always fun doing that too, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like I I love the screaming days because those are the easiest for me. Like um I'm, I'm just used to it it's my comfort zone like i said i did some singing on this album too and that was a little bit more of a um a different situation for me because it is easy to get in your head about that as well um especially mm-hmm. like going on the same track as someone like caleb who like has been one of the you know like good singers i think in the scene since back in the day before we were in a band together i used to be like damn dude i wish i could sound like this dude and then you know i got recruited him later um so like singing next to that is kind of intimidating um as like a lower voice guy but like on the screaming days and like he was saying with like the hype stuff and like that like i'd go in and i'd hit a track and we'd get done with the line i look around they'd be like oh shit look at you fucking knocked it out like they're all excited and shit it just makes you feel good that you like you know, just you hit it hard and people are like, holy shit, that sounds good. It's, nice. uh, it's probably hard to choose because like there's sometimes where like, you know, like he vocally hypes you up and gets you crunk. But uh, there was something that Josh did on, on actually the new song that's about to come out that he hit this one line and it was so epic that like me, Robbie, Richie, Scott, we all just we were like stuck in silence. Like he finished the line and, and everyone's just sitting there quiet. And he's like, was that good? like nobody's saying anything right yeah that's either awful or great you're like we were were so (laughs) i just turned around and i was like it's nanotech do you like it (laughs) i i really like i i know what you mean about like people that just shit all over you when you're done because i i i i dealt with a producer that literally i was in the booth i'm singing my heart out and i look up and he's like in the control room, just going. <laughs> For those of you listening, and that just is walks out, throwing his arms throws up in his disgust. Arms up. <laughs> and he just walks out, and I'm like, "Fuck! What did I do? What did I do?" <laughs> so yeah, I, I get it. I, I I love like we we actually a couple episodes ago we had uh, a guy that produced both of us, Dave Caggiano, and he just like you said. Yeah, he's awesome. Quintessential hype man. Yeah, when you have someone like that, it's so fun, man. Yeah. Makes the studio experience way easier to to deal with. I mean, he'll still tell you whenever you sound terrible or something like that, or or he'll take it and he'll uh, make like a make like a diss track out of it, like take one of your bad tapes and just turn it into like a rap album. But but like he keeps you hyped up. But I mean, I remember even back in the day, like we'd hit a note and be like, you know. That was pretty good, but if you make it twice as good, it might be a piece of shit. Like, I'll take criticism like that. That's the best way to give it. I, yeah. That's so much One better than like. Lines. That's so much better than like. Could you suck a little bit less? Yeah, Turn exactly. sucking out down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we I I dealt with a producer who every time he didn't like something, he he would always go. So I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was literally right. what he said, and he was like, "Oh, it sucked, didn't it?" He's like, "It's not, it's not what I'm saying totally, but you could do better." Like, I'm not angry; I I'm just disappointed. Right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That is exactly it. I know what you're capable of, and you're uh, just not doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's- yeah, no, I've, I've definitely been there. But then I've been on the flip side. I've worked with producers that are like, like I 
put something out in there and I know it just sounded like utter shit and he'd be like, oh yeah, we can fix it in post. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, too. come yeah. on. Yeah. They're just like, rushing you through. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you, you hit kind of the tonality we went through. I can just melodyne that to fix it. Like, yeah, we'll be good. Like, come on, man. Let me see yeah, it those, again. Those are yeah. those are like the album We're factors. just going to fly all these choruses <laughs> from the first one. Like, yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. Did you not? Yeah, the, the, the album factories are fun. We, we uh, my last band, we, we kind of did a little bit of shopping before we ended up with, with uh, Dave Cacciano and, and same thing. They were, you know, we, you go to these places and they're like, yeah, totally. You could do six songs in uh, two days. What? what? <laughs> Can we? Excuse me? Uh, no. No, thanks. No, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we got to pay some bills. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we are sponsored by a company called Poddex. And what Poddex is, is they're, um, they're like icebreakers for the podcasters or the uh, wannabe podcasters who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Okay. <laughs> right. So what they do is they have these, uh, it's like a deck of cards. And in each deck of cards, are a number of questions, and those questions have different uh, topics. We have, uh, like the one I'm holding is the episode deck, for people that uh, trying to figure out episode topics. We also have uh, different questions, like Mike said, different icebreakers, just just conversation starters, things like that. Um, and it's a really cool company. If you go to poddex.com, they have the cards, they have uh, they have some cool merch, they got swag, yeah. and uh, they're a great company. Like we get emails from the owner of the company. He's just like a cool dude. Yeah. And if you uh, want to check it out, there it, it's not even just podcasts. I mean, it's kind of similar in a way to like a, a cards against humanity type thing. They're real good. Like conversation starters. Yeah. I brought them. I brought them to my bar before <laughs> I've, I've like just done with people just for fun. Um, if you want to check them out, you can put in the promo code bacon because everything's better with bacon. Yeah, you get True. 10% off, 10% off your entire order. So what we would like to do is we're going to let you guys know what the decks are and each of you will pick a deck and then we will pick a random question from that deck for you to answer. Oh, cool. All right. All right. So we have the episode deck. Don't pick that one. Uh, we have the interview deck, interview deck two, uh, the would you rather deck, and what the heck. What the heck deck. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm going to go with what the heck deck. All right. All right. So um, two from the what the heck deck. Very nice. Now, these could be, it's, uh, they're, there's no R ratings okay. in these cards. They could go all the way down to G, though. So these questions could be, like super, super, super uh, tame, mm -hmm. or they could be kind of uh, saucy, odd, odd and saucy. Yeah, Ooh, saucy. So yeah. we'll hope for a spicy one. Ooh. We'll see what happens. And so you can always make it spicy with your answers too. Right. I mean, that's oh, this thing. is true. All right. So so for those that are here. watching, you're going to see me move my move my fingy from one side to the other. You guys, uh, Josh, you tell me first when to stop, and that'll be your question. When. We got a win right there. And then, Caleb, I'm going to start on this side. You tell me when. When. When right there. All right. I'm you got start. Caleb's. I got Josh's. All right. So, Josh, mm -hmm. what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone else's home? Uh, I don't know if y'all get the reference, but upside down pineapples. 
upside down pineapple. Why does that? Why does that sound familiar to me? Because it's generally considered a decor to indicate that you're a swinger. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> all right, okay, and right. and and this was uh, did this take you uh, off guard? A, a little bit. It? It, it was not someone I expected. So it was uh, it was <laughs> one of those situations where I was like, maybe this makes a little bit more sense now. <laughs> did you did you bring it up? I did not bring it up. I just, I just went on my way. Yeah. Point of the pineapple. Go on. Yes. Right. <laughs> Interesting decor. Yeah. Talk to me. Well, I hear a lot of people do it in like RV parks and stuff so that they know to migrate like to it. the other RVs. Like like, right, right. You know who you it can approach sense. and stuff, right? That You know what? That's smart. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It, makes a lot of sense. Exactly. it takes away that awkward like, hey. I was just wondering if you're a swinger. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't hit me. When I was much younger, I did have someone approach me in a very awkward situation in an IHOP once where they were like, my girlfriend and I think you guys are very attractive. And I was like, well, thank you. And I just wasn't getting it at first. And then they kind of right. just kept insinuating <laughs> like that we should go hang out separately and get drinks because they don't serve drinks at IHOP. And uh, and then I realized where this was going, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm not interested in sharing at this time." <laughs> that's a very polite. That's that was that was a very nice way of you yes. to to bring Noble. that down. Yeah, no, exactly. That's nice. All right. Well, since we're in a little saucy mood, all right, Caleb, I can't believe so, I'm asking him this. All right. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> Caleb. Can no. you do any tricks with your tongue? <laughs> probably, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, uh, when I was younger, I got into a uh, car accident that I had to get the bottom of my tongue cut out, like a piece of glass got stuck in or something. Oh, so Ooh. super long now? So my tongue's like pretty long, yeah. Uh, most people are just like, oh, that's a trick too, but I mean, I could, like, roll, not roll my tongue, but like, what's it called? So you got you got like a Gene Simmons happening too. Oh, there we go. All right, yeah, yeah. He's doing all sorts of crazy stuff with his tongue. Lots for of all lots of exactly. Lots of tongue moves. Cool. Uh, that was awkward. They call them flippies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't awkward, buddy. I thought it was great. That was yeah, that was that was that, was that might have been one of the most awkward moments on the show. I don't think it was that bad. No, I should have. <laughs> I, I didn't drink enough. That might have been awkward for you. Yeah, there you I, go. You, I we're all right. fine. We're all fine. You needed a, an extra shot of confidence. Yeah, we're all we're all adults here. We all have tongues. Yeah, so, it would have been awkward if I was like, "You should ask your mom if I can do tricks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, he didn't mean how, that. She listens sometimes. I would have laughed. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> uh, so one of the other things we like to do on the show, obviously we don't stick on one topic the whole time. Right. Yeah. Um, part of the whole idea is like, uh, you know, you heard us ask, like everybody asks, us, what's your bacon? All that kind of thing. Like the thing that makes your life better. You know, the thing that like maybe other people don't know about you that's like your extra thing. You know, some people it's, uh, you know, I see the Star Wars behind you, the Star Wars Curtain. Now, maybe you're a fan. Maybe you're not a fan. It's just the best blackout curtain you found. But like, people have those things. They have those things like, man, since I was a kid, I dug this. Since I, you know, music is my thing. But then there's also this. Do you guys have any of those like little like hidden obsession? Is somebody a cook? Is somebody a, is, is somebody rollerblading every day? Is somebody? What do we got going on? Josh Horticulture. Is a, Josh is a is a 
<laughs> yes! Josh is a... Uh, War never changes. We're both, <laughs> we're, both, we're both pretty big nerds uh, when it comes to game. Like, a lot of the times people would come up to us and be like, oh, man, what'd y'all write this song about? And we're like, World of Warcraft? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm... I've been a I've been a pretty big Fallout nerd for a long yeah. time, so that's kind of my my little nerdy that's obsession. A sweet helmet, that's amazing. Yeah. I have a bunch. I actually have some paintings and stuff too. Really? See, this is what we like to find out. Yeah, yeah this, some, is, this some is art fun stuff. So what's our? Okay, I painted this myself. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. things like so, that. So I guess we're gamers as well, then. Yeah, we're gamers. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I, could, I I see the headphones, and then uh, and then we have Fallout paraphernalia. This What's, is uh, yeah. no, this no you're, you're sitting at my gaming yeah, right. right now. <laughs> this is my so what are we what are we currently playing? What are we currently? Wait, wait, Caleb's gonna oh, wait, show sorry. us something. Oh, yeah, I was gonna time. say this. This is my biggest obsession that like a lot of my close friends know, but uh... oh, the Flash. Flash. Nice. There we go, uh, dude. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so psyched for the movie. Me too. It's been. It's only been like six years since they announced it. <laughs> right. Exactly. But man, I am. I am psyched. I can't wait. I mean, are they, they're still shooting it, right? Yeah, they're still shooting. Yeah. It. I feel like they're. Yeah, they, yeah. They've been shooting it for like three years. Yeah. Probably. Right. Well, it's gonna. It's gonna rewrite the whole D DCU that's out right now because right. they're changing actors. Thank God. Like, yeah, they're changing actors, yeah. so there's gonna be like. The only way to justify that is have Flash go back and do some time travel shenanigans. Right, do a whole Flashpoint thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on that. At the universe, yeah, me too. I'm so stoked. Yeah, but I've been a Flash fan since like Golden Age Flash, like Jay Garrick. My dad got me into him. Nice. Oh, wow. like, even, even before he was one of the big, like the big heroes that he is now, I was always jamming the Flash. How how did you uh, yeah. have you dug the TV show? You fan I love of it? The TV show, yeah. Uh, the, the, the the last couple seasons kind of dwindled for me, but the first the first four seasons are like phenomenal in my opinion. Awesome. Yeah, I had the same kind of thing. You tell me you don't like the flash lightsabers? Yeah. Oh, dude. The, <laughs> for anyone that's caught up in season seven, the uh, as as big of a Star Wars fan as I am, right? Uh, the, the one of the final fights in the show is like. The main bad guy calls down this lightning bolt, catches it, whips it down, and it's a lightning saber. Right. And then the, the other two people that are fighting, they're like, "Oh, we could do that!" And like, and it turns into a, it turns into Darth Maul versus uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn. Like, the, nice. They're just like, nice. yeah, like they're literally, it's literally, yeah. a, you hear the lightsaber sound, like, uh, oh, you know, they, you know that, like, yeah. they were. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually thought about shooting it shot for shot. Yeah, like and just recreating it because, like, well, I feel like in the last couple of years they lost budget or something because their CG has gone like way downhill well, yeah, too. Like, CG had, like, is, King... is <laughs> it's not always well. It was it was never fantastic, but like when they had King Shark and stuff on mm -hmm. the show, it actually looked pretty good. Like it was it was passable, and now it's like so unbelievably bad. It looks like something <laughs> I could shoot in my bedroom. Uh, yeah, the uh, I think it was like the COVID thing. It cut the end of season. Five made season yeah. six short episode, uh, short season. It's even season seven only has like nineteen episodes. So yeah, I was I was pretty let down by that. But first four seasons are great. Yeah, great. I thought they were really great yep. too. I was an Arrow fan as yeah. well. Um, I'm yeah. watching that right now. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a cool show. Like I, I get into all those. Like um, me and my girlfriend get into like everything from uh arrow and and like that whole arrow verse to like yeah. supernatural like those cw shows CW are, verse, yeah. 
They're great, great, man. They're, yeah. great. They're well filmed. Good Lucifer. Actor. I thought Lucifer was excellent. You know, oh, yeah. Lucifer's great. Right? Yep. Yep. A lot of people didn't know that. I'm like, bro, they do yeah. a crossover. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even, uh, oh, yeah. even a lot of people don't know Constantine is a DC show. And they're making a new movie of that. Man, that, yeah. that Constantine series, I was so mad when that got canceled. It was Everybody so was. good. Oh, like, it was so no. good. I'm like, come on. Did you watch the animated? I would say, yeah. From, yep, uh, I did yeah. see the anime one, too. Yeah, I would say the animated Constantine movies are still some of my favorite. Like, he's, he's definitely, like, a reliable character. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I got access to uh, HBO Max, so I've been doing a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the DC animated Hell stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I love the DC animated stuff. Yeah, DC really killed it with their animation. Yeah, way better than the this whatever this crap that they're putting out, except for Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is hilarious. I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, the new one was. Good. I'm ready for the Peacemaker show. I yeah, I was I was I was so like, is John Cena gonna be, a, like good, yeah. <laughs> in this? And then he was so great. He was such like a. Like he's a scene stealer to begin with, but he was just so funny because yeah. he he just played it so straight. Yeah, that I thought it was yeah. just gee, it was just awesome. It was just yeah, like that little exchange between him and Idris Elba when and he's like, nobody likes his show off, and he's like, right. unless what they're showing off is badass as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Commercial break. All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com. And they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff. And it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first. But man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Ugh. Dude, check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Blech. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. Hi, my name is Patty Negri. I am a psychic, medium, and good witch. And I am consuming bacon is my podcast. Well, uh, James Gunn was saying that that basically Peacemaker is Suicide Squad's sequel. Right. He said it's Suicide Squad 2. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Which makes sense. And, and the cool thing about James Gunn is he's a decent director, but because of the cast that he get in, he gets in like with Guardians and stuff like that, they end up being such good movies because all the actors just have such great repertoire with each other. I yeah. feel like oh, that's yeah. what happened here too, where it just like even characters you wouldn't necessarily like, you're like, all right, they, they did really well and everything like that. Yeah, like, I feel like you can. It comes s- together well. I feel like you can really see the fun that they're having. Yeah, 
yeah, you know, like that that totally comes through in it, which is awesome because you can you can definitely mm -hmm. see in some movies when people are not not having yeah. fun. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of like definitely. Oh. Yeah, I, I see. I think that James Gunn is able to have the dialogue that Kevin Smith wants to have with a big budget. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I can see that. Because once Kevin Smith started getting a big budget, it was like, oh, it's brutal. Right. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. But. So, all right. So, Kev, we got, we got Flash with you. How about you, Josh? What's your, in Fallout, what's, uh, are you a comic book guy as well? I am here or there. I don't um, read a whole lot because I have, like, just bad enough eyesight that whenever I read stuff on paper, it, like, gives me a headache after a while. Right, right. So I, I do more, like, Videos. consume media, like video games and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I do play a lot of video games. Um, I also do, like, a lot of... I'm on the computer a lot because I do, like, photo and video editing as well. Um, so your so eyes it's are kind of a mix of all the things. Oh no! It it's for some reason it doesn't bother me. I guess it's just because like I have the blue light filters yeah, and yeah. stuff like that with uh, my computer, so it, it really doesn't bother me with that. It's just whenever I'm actually like sitting on paper, it just like destroys my head. Like oh, I just man. get a super headache after like 20 minutes. So I have like reading glasses and they kind of help, but uh, I've tried like actually reading books and stuff, and it just it doesn't work for me anymore. Since I was like 21, I couldn't do it anymore. So what uh, what games what games are you into right now? What are you playing? Are you computer? Are uh, you uh, console? Yeah, PC okay. gaming. I don't deal with those peasants on the console. No, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no I, I actually have a, a PlayStation 4 as well so that I can play like the exclusives like God of War right. and uh, Bloodborne, Spider-Man, that type of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I am primarily a PC gamer. Um, I've been playing a lot of Hunt Showdown. That's definitely one of my like favorites. It's uh, kind of a kind of a battle royale but it's more like you're hunting a bounty type thing um and then there's other hunters also hunting the same bounty and you can fight them as well um set in like 1800s louisiana so you're like in the swamp oh, nice. and there's oh, zombies saw, roaming around i've seen like i saw a review of that actually yeah yeah I have yeah definitely excellent game if you're a pc gamer i definitely recommend checking it out it's one of my favorite games um and then a little bit of everything else i played some fallout 76 um the Avengers game, I've had some fun in, regardless of how badly reviewed it was. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. And, uh, you know, a few things here and there. Like, I play a little bit of everything. I enjoyed Cyberpunk. I thought it was a good game, but I don't understand the pain of the the console players that were complaining about it because it ran fine on my computer. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what to tell y'all. I, I think, I think it's the, uh, I think it's a lot of the consolers because, yeah, because I know that, yeah, I know that it, uh, when you ship out a game before it's done, it's probably that happens. probably a bad move. Yeah, you know? and I, I mean, on the same side, like I I played on my PS4 Pro. I played God of War on a 4K TV, and it looked better than any game I've ever played before. Sure, it, and yeah. it's on a console, which doesn't run as well as my PC. So mm -hmm. if if you're just not optimizing your stuff properly, then it doesn't come out right. And that's really what it comes down to is that they could have done a lot better with optimization um, in what they were doing, and just the bricks were bad for the building they were building. So. Um, you know, it's possible, but they, they needed a lot more done before they released it. And I'm sure investors told them they had to get their shit together because it's been in development for like 11 years. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> but, I heard uh, they changed it even like a couple years in their investors were like, uh, it's going to be first person shooter. And they'd been working the whole time on a third person, like basically the, the Witcher style in yeah. in that futuristic cyberpunk world, which I would have yeah. 
would have been freaked awesome out too, for definitely. personally, but but and it's it's funny. I don't know if you've saw the some people put out mods where you could like actually see it in third person. Oh, really? And it looked hilarious because like the models were not made right, right for that. So like your actual like head is in like your chest sort of. So whenever <laughs> you do different motions and stuff like that, like your body would move, but your head wouldn't. And so it, you could actually see it a little bit when you were playing because your shadow would do like really weird shit. And uh, so people would like notice that whenever they were playing that their shadows just look really awkward. Nice. And uh, whenever you got the mod that lets you play in third person, you could just see how terrible it was. So uh, whatever they did with that and however they put the characters together did not turn out as intended, I guess. But, uh, you know, aside from those issues, overall, I, I enjoyed the game. The, the voice acting and the characters in it were actually phenomenal. Um, and really immersive, and that's not. I don't play a whole lot of single player games because I get bored really, really quickly. But um, it was more like an experience. It was like watching like a cinematic movie unfold while you were playing. Okay. So, so you're more of a co-op type of player, I, more of a PvP, okay, like yeah, yeah. a little bit of co-op here and there. But yeah, kind of the whole like uh, the PvP mm -hmm. like quick action type thing is what I go for most of the time. Kind of things better with friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I'm, I'm the I don't want to play video games with anybody. I'm like, no, nope, this is my escape. I want a story. I want to follow it. I want to get in. I want to do. I want to explore everywhere. I want to take, yeah. you know, six hours day. to to <laughs> check out a bush way over here that no one can find. Like, exactly. I want to do all that stuff. And I and the last thing I want is like to have anybody in my ear telling me I have yeah. to go do something. I'm like, man, I play games so that I don't hear this. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm the same way, but I'm also like, I, I don't go out a whole lot. So, video games is also my form of socialization sometimes. Gotcha, yeah, so, yeah. it's nice to be able to like get in and be competitive about stuff too. Like, that's the other aspect of it for me is like being able to, you know, do all the stuff where you're like, oh, look, I can go out and, you know, find all this cool stuff. But then you want to show someone the cool right. stuff other than just uploading a video. So, it's nice to like have the other you know option on there um to be able to like go out and fight someone with all the cool stuff you got together that type are of thing. you guys either of you on twitch or anything do you guys do that i don't stream but i follow a bunch of my friends that do stream and okay. i'm usually on their streams but like yeah. i don't stream myself no. gotcha yeah i i used to do some youtube videos and stuff back when uh, there was a game called atlas that mm -hmm. was uh popular for a while survival game um i used to be pretty big into that whenever i was doing videos and stuff because uh we were one of the more notable companies in the game. And uh, and that was, it was interesting because it was like, there was a whole politics system going on within the game because it was a big sandbox game and everything. So you had like a lot of people arguing on Reddit and stuff like that about the current wars and stuff that were going on. It, it was more interesting just because it was all just real players, you know, doing real, real stuff in a pirate game. Right. And it just got really heated sometimes, so it was hilarious <laughs> just to like watch it all unfold and everything like that. It was like watching world politics, but in a video game. It feels like I, that sometimes, anyway. I actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't watched Twitch or or, or played uh, computer games in in a long time, but yeah. one of my favorite forms of entertainment is watching my wife play Super Mario World. Nice. Oh, nice. And I I swear that I am going to start a Twitch of that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're both recent hilarious. Uh, we're both recent Raspberry Pi owners, so oh, nice. getting all the, like, the retro, retro gaming going and stuff, which has been which has been it gets fun. really intense. It gets really yeah. intense, oh, and yeah. and I'm sure she'd be really embarrassed by some <laughs> of her actions. But man, it's it's entertaining as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I uh, I recently started letting my daughter play uh, the Spider-Man games on my uh, my PS4, and she's five, so she's still getting used to everything. But it's good, like hand-eye coordination oh, yeah. practice and everything like that. This is definitely entertaining watching her like try to get around the map and do the swing right. and try to like hit all the bright buttons with her tiny little hands that are like a quarter of the size of mine. <laughs> and, uh, I actually, uh, I just got back from Michigan last weekend, and while I was up there, there was a, a guy up there that had a bunch of the Raspberry Pi uh, boards and mm -hmm. everything for retro gaming, and then he uh, he actually brought to our Airbnb where me and a bunch of the guys were staying a uh, Switch and like eight controllers for Super Smash Bros. Oh, nice. So oh. we spent a good amount of time on that, and the, the night ended by us all being pretty drunk. And him wanting to one v one me a bunch because it came down to like me and him every match, and so he wanted to be like the victor. So he's like best out of five. Let's go. And we went, and I I ended up just winning by a hair. Like I, I swear I just got lucky. Best and of then, seven. Like, the next day, yeah, best seven. the next day at the wedding, he was like, "Dude, do you guys want to like come over tonight instead of going to the Airbnb and we can like do a rematch on that?" I was like, Dude, "It's okay, just let it go. I won. It's fine. It's, you know, whatever." Just accept that you were just, you know, not quite there. Yeah, the Switch is pretty great. It's not my son, so bad. It's that I'm really good. <laughs> my son got yeah, got it, the same thing with uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Just, it just yeah. four-person family battle royal going on. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. My girlfriend destroys me in Mario Kart because I never was into Mario Kart. Oh. Because, again, yeah. I, I don't typically like to play yeah. games with other people. Right. And so, like, we'll right. play with her, and she, and she just laughs her ass off while I do, I'm, like, I'm driving <laughs> off the... <laughs> <laughs> you hit the banana peel. She's lapping me, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> On your left. It's so much right, fun. Yeah. It's so, it's, <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. guys are talking about the retro games and the Switch. Are y'all ready for that uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge coming out? They're yes. Bringing oh, man. Yes. Ninja Turtles game. Yes. Love so it. On that. Ninja Turtles was my was my go-to in arcades. Yeah. Yep. Like, that, that was, was always... Fun. As soon as I saw that they had that, I'm like, ah! and immediately, yep, immediately Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the, the so I'm super excited about that. Ninja Turtles yeah. and the uh, the X Men side scroll. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh yeah, that was uh, yeah. We've we we had some fun with that in the past. Yeah, uh, I got kicked, yeah. we got kicked out of my uh, my apartment at yes. one point. Yes, because <laughs> we were really wasted and I get laughed. and Cy Cy Cyclops Cyclops special move was ah! <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great. So I had to do it every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then then the neighbors started banging on the ceiling, going, "Shut up!" So yeah. my wife my I'm wife kicked us out. Apartment. Yeah. I used to live in an apartment and also play League of Legends, so my neighbors definitely hated me then too. So. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that's one of those games that just makes you you know verbal. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Angry. Yeah. That and, you know, I, I've got the pipes for it, so I can just sit there and like scream at the top of my lungs, and it doesn't right. matter. So it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's fucking go! <laughs> yeah, that's a benefit of being being a screamer. Right? Yeah, I'm not one, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. either. That's yeah. when you're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he does the Christine Aguilera, right? Like the, yeah. like, oh, you don't, you don't sound, uh, you don't sound very intimidating when you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, yeah. I, you, you know, with with the kids, I I've never brought out the screamers. Oh yeah, like like I've never had well, to. Like, giving them that full experience, then, bro. Yeah, yeah man, what's up? I never. I never you know, what Big Boy Land is like. 
Oh no, me and my daughter would have like scream offs at each other from the other side of the room. Like she'd scream back at me, but like intentionally just kind of like trying to mock what I was doing. And so she'd be like, let's go. And it just it was hilarious because she'd like she'd be doing it like she's getting into it. I'm like, you you have a future here. It's fine. His, we'll, his we'll daughter too. His, like, his daughter's got quite well, the scream on her. Yeah, so so uh you know, we, we got my kids into heavier music and stuff, and uh, they're into like Silverstein and Beartooth and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, so they they sang a part of uh, of uh, Burn It Down, Caleb Shomo's part uh, in it. And yeah, they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty good at it. They're they're trying to trying to learn a little bit. They got a little bit of uh, growing up to do before they really get the nice guttural oh, yeah. sound. But you know. It always We're takes you back to it. that that video of those two kids doing uh, King for a Day that are like eight years old or whatever that were just super into it, but were like oh, way yeah, too yeah. young to have the voice <laughs> for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about yeah. the unholy cover. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, dude. Good old YouTube days when we can make fun of people. Right. <laughs> That's actually my favorite part. That's my favorite part of being a musician is uh, comment surfing our videos. Because oh, yeah. especially oh, yeah. back in the day for us, like we had we had a lot of popularity, and a lot of it was like you know like we had some metal heavy vibes. But then you would just go to the comments, and they're like, "Yeah, I was having a really good time until Bitch Face Below the Third came in singing like a Backstreet Boy," <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like they, know, they, they would just come in and, and trash me, and that was my favorite part. Like it was so much yeah. fun to meet people's hate. <laughs> you know, I, I what, Catchy as fuck. You guys are catchy as fuck. Absolutely. And I love that about a song. And like the hooks come in and it's like, come on, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong yeah. with brutal and catchy. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot of people are just elitists about their metal still. Like they haven't grown out of that phase where they're like everything has to be heavy all the time. It's like right. people who hate on Nickelback. Like if you can look me in the face and honestly say that Nickelback doesn't have bangers, then you're just lying. Yeah. Like, no, like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like it, it's just it's nice to hate on those things instead of enjoying it. And I mean, not everybody likes every style of music, and that's totally fine. Like I'm not a big fan of Taylor Swift, but I can appreciate what she does. Right. Right. Uh, There's a big difference about... between being like it's not my thing and being like it sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, exactly. no, it doesn't. Like. My my current roommate is like the biggest hater and it's just off of like like when he hears something he'll immediately like in the first three seconds be like trash and like and like he's like oh, sorry i got good taste and i'm like bro come on dude you're, like, you're not even giving it a chance you're not let it's not it's not all about one thing there's there's multiple aspects that make the song great if you're humming yeah. It's, if it's catchy, you know that's a good song if it sticks in your head even if it's yeah. even if a part you don't like sticks in your head it's good because it's stuck in your head. Like, that was the purpose. Exactly. That's what it's for. Like, as much as you can hate on it, like, fucking Kid Leroy out there, like, the first time I heard some of his stuff, I was like, I was like, oh, man, they're like, this sucks. And then, like, after a while, I'm sitting there like, oh, people, <laughs> I, know, I know this is probably yeah. like the third time that I've brought this up, but uh, that new, <laughs> there's a there's a line that, because I, I never liked I never really liked Chippy Red that much. Like he had some, a couple good songs, but uh, there's one song on the new one called "Holy Smokes," and it's like it's such a fun listen. And there's one line that sticks with me. He's like, "All this cash on me, but I can't buy love." And I was like, "Hey, that's freaking sick!" Like <laughs> it's, so much, uh -huh. it's such a good. It's it's a bop. It's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely, good. man. That's nice. what it's for. That's what. That's why we do this. Yeah, that's why we listen. Yeah. 
for sure. Exactly. Now, where, where, pray tell, can people listen to you guys? Whether I, yeah, we've talked about all this other music. Where can people find yeah. your the important stuff? All music yeah, platforms, I, basically. <laughs> exactly. If you just look for Whether I, um, there will probably be a lot of other autofills like Whether I Do This or um, <laughs> Whether I um, Like Drake or Not. Um, but if you just look up for Whether I, you'll find it on most um, platforms or just, you know, like. Um, YouTube slash Weather Eye, that type of thing, or uh, yeah, I think, I think that's the URL for that. Um, so yeah, just search Weather Eye on any music platform, it should come up. Um, the first thing you'll probably see is the song with Johnny Craig because that's the one everybody likes for some yeah. reason. And uh, <laughs> um, then there's the rest of our songs that are actually good. And... <laughs> <laughs> that song's important, though. <laughs> yeah, that song's important, but uh, funny story about that song. Everybody always used to come up to us, like, after shows and stuff. They'd be like, they'd hear that song, and it's just a super emotional song and everything like that. And they would think it was, like, about our parents or something. And uh, they'd be like, I'm so sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sorry it was like that to you. And we'd be like, I love my yeah. dad. He's fine. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. This is actually about something entirely different. It's, it was just like the way it came out. Like, it, it was still a personal song, but it wasn't like directly about right, right. us as people. Uh, I, and so it's just funny how people misinterpret. I got the idea, started writing it uh, because my nephew, uh, his he he's never going to know his, his dad, like his real dad. Yeah. So, like, that's that was the whole point of writing the song was for him. And he loves that song. He's like seven years old now, and he's he's jamming it. I wrote it when he was like two. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he he loves it. It's it's fun. My sister sends me videos of her kids. Like they always sing along. One of them screams with Josh. The other one sings with me. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's your replacements perfect. are ready. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And that's like, yeah. That's got to be a good feeling, yeah, though. Yeah. You know, you write for what you wrote the song for, and then and then he's there jamming to it later. You know, that's got to be a nice. It's a nice little validation Full circle kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. I just want him to know, like you know, even though he doesn't know him, he's got me, my dad, my other two brothers. There's yeah, my man. Family. Like there's there's always somebody there. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's very cool. Very All right, cool. guys. Well, Caleb's gonna fall asleep on screen, and I've been hoping he does. I've been <laughs> I've been watching. <laughs> I've just been waiting for that for that nod. We've been, to we've, been start happening. we've been texting bets to each other this whole time. <laughs> I've got to go to work in like less than an hour. So I'm just dreading it. So, yeah. So we will let you guys go. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, though. Thanks for chatting about music with us. Thanks for chatting about video games and comics and movies and everything like that with us, too. We had a good time. Hopefully you guys had a good time. It wasn't too terrible. No, no it was fantastic. Yeah. All right, good. You I are... do have to say, has anybody ever told you that you kind of look like Onyx the Fortuitous? <laughs> Like no. you know who I'm talking about? The, I, look up Onyx the Fortuitous. I will on uh, on like YouTube <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, his first performance was the weird Arby's guy, and he was in like this newscast report or whatever. But he <laughs> he has kind of, <laughs> he has kind of the same like hair and beard as you, and then wears the same kind of hat. That's great, um, sort of. But he's it's actually a character. It's, he's not actually like a really weird dude. He just puts on this performance. <laughs> he might just brought it's him just up. Hilarious. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. When you were doing the ad for Pod Dicks, that's what you reminded me of a little bit. The way you were talking, that's excellent. It's my game show voice. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna share the screen oh, here. We're, we're bringing it in, I guess. We're bringing it in. So this is this is me. 
There he is. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, this I mean, it's similar. <laughs> the pose. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that one right there. There you go. That's perfect. <laughs> I agree with you, Josh. That's awesome. I do too. It's <laughs> great. You can't really you can't no. you can't go up from here. I can't argue that. No. Uh, no. All right, Guys, man. thank you so much for hanging out. Dude, Everybody check us. out whether I yeah, uh, please do. their new single is out now. Yeah. At this point. Right now it's out. You can go listen to it immediately yeah. right now. Yes. Immediately. And uh yeah. Always remember. Yeah. Ask yourself one question every day. What? What? Go ahead. Is your bacon? Ah! Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was What's your bacon? I want to do it all at the same time, but you were like, "What? What's it? your bacon?" <laughs> I, I can't follow that timing. I was just going to say, the, <laughs> I had the William Shatner going on. That, you oh, know, you, you're something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. We could call it that. He's like, "What is your bacon?" Oh, what bacon is? is my podcast? Yeah. All right, guys. So. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We do appreciate it. Anytime that you want to come back on, anytime you want to jump in and say hi, anytime you got something to promote or you got something new coming out, feel free to let us know. Jump on and Doors let, always and open. let everybody know. Doors open always. And uh, thanks for hanging, guys. And thank you, everybody that is watching. And thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're on Apple, give us that five-star review and uh, share it. Share it. Tell your friends. Thanks awesome. for having us. It was a great thanks, time, guys. Thank you guys so much once again for being here and thank you for checking out the show and thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed, uh, hopefully you're enjoying it every week. Hopefully you enjoy everything that we're doing. We thank you. We appreciate you and you are awesome. Yes. Uh, Mike, where can they find you if they want to get in touch with you? Me. I am at me, my own self, Mike on all social media platforms. My band is called something heavy at something heavy music on all the social media platforms, also available on Spotify, uh, the Apple, the Amazon, all of those fun things. Jimmy, Jimmy, what about yourself? You guys can find me at Jimmy G Shoes over on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Jimmy G on Facebook. Uh, my band Craving Strange is on everything at Craving Strange or at Craving Strange Music. Either one of those things is going to bring you to wherever we are. Um, you can find Bacon Is My Passion Music also on Spotify and Apple Music. And Bacon Is My Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music. If you're listening on or Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us that five-star review. Uh, it helps us. It really, really, really helps us. It's a super easy thing for you to do, and it actually helps so much. Uh, if you want to write something, awesome write something if you don't just that five star review really kills it for us thank you so much um you guys are awesome we appreciate it uh come back next week come hang out with us we got a fun guest yeah absolutely Probably. and again go to baconismypodcast.com we have brand new shirts the grammar is my passion series is available now that was only a patreon exclusive for a while but now it's available for everybody including you everybody can get them grammar is my passion check them out there's two shirts they're funny they're good they're fun and they help the show so thank you guys for hanging out thank you guys for watching and uh, don't forget to ask yourself what's your bacon